if you look something like that, that's right. Yeah. Comedy Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Don Gray. Brought my two passions together, comedy and fitness. Each week, I bring you something new, something fresh about comedy and fitness, and more. I try to think outside the box. Today, I'm doing a two-parter. This is the second part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with my man, <laughs> Reverend Dr. E. What's going on, man? Who's What's director up? of Carnival Magic. What's up, man? I'm fantastic. Man, man now, you know, it's a good day. You're fantastic. So you you just got busy saving You just finished saving lives. <laughs> man, every day is, is a life-saving day. <laughs> not only is, you know, you got to have everybody having fun and maintain, but for real, like if anything goes down, you know, you're, 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 you are you are a chief. I mean, the captain's there, but boot yeah. the bat, boop, boop, And they love him and stuff. But like you are like, hey, y'all. Yeah. We're gonna be okay. Got to be the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, you know? Follow me. Was good. <laughs> and you also speak English very clear. Well, you know that's that's the main thing. People always think like, oh, you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared. For me, preparation is being able to adapt. So I'm I'm, I'm adaptability. Mm-hmm. That's 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 my whole thing. I like adapt you know, to survive. Yeah, you know a lot a lot of these trainings that we do. You know, it's it's. It, in in case of an emergency, what would happen? But but in case of an actual emergency, what would actually happen with these people? Would they actually panic? You know. Or, no, the answer is yes. You know, so. I was on a ship that was stuck in the ocean. Oh, so so I was you on so. a ship that was stuck. In the, people do actually panic. But the the, the cruise director, well, the, who I had, um, you know, we had. Um, uh, oh God! Oh, jeez! Um, brilliant! Um, brilliant! Brilliant guy! Brilliant! Brilliant! brilliant. The, the, the the woman we had was fantastic. She yeah. let us through, and I know that you. Would would you know do do the same if not better? Well, yeah, because I mean, that's what we need. You no, the captain came on every once in a while and said, "Hey, we're doing okay." She had to keep assuring us this is mm-hmm. where the food is and good because people do panic. Because you know, people, are, you know, there's this always this notion that that the captain is isn't doing anything else. Like, like they don't get it. They're like, look, man, the captain is dealing with the other stuff. You know, I, I'm exactly. here to, just to be the voice of reason. They, they dealing with the stuff. You know, I'm here to make sure you guys know where to go, how to get there. So, you know, we we digress, but yeah, digress, we save, but it's we, all about prep, save lives. But yeah. you save lives. But, but speak about that is preparation. Yeah, and another Asian motivation. Yes, yes. Because now I, I'm in your cabin. I'm seeing lots of uh, motivational quotes on your door coming in. There's motivational yeah. quotes. You have a team of yeah. people that depend on you to lead them every day. And so, you know, we talked a little bit in the last podcast. Your motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, what drives you. You know, but how do you get? Uh, how do you get these? You know, about motivating other people. But how? Mm-hmm. Do, what motivates you? Like, what's your anchor? What What gets you out of bed in the morning? What keeps you going? You have bad days. We We don't see them. Yeah. yeah. So what? What, what, how do you do it? I, I actually have been very fortunate not to have any any real bad days. Mm. It's, it's been I can't even I can't tell you in a, how long it's been since I've since I've had a, a bad day, man. So nice. it's, it's, yeah, man, it's it's, uh, it's been it's been pretty fortunate, man. I'm always I'm always thankful and blessed that I can do that. But I mean, motivation for me is that that I haven't I haven't finished yet, you mm. know. So motivation for me is the future of where I'm going and and how it gets there because it's it's always an amazing thing to see small doors open up that that you started a while ago you know it's mm-hmm. like it's like oh wow this this is happening you know that's happening so you know those things for me that's that's motivation and then and then every time that because there's always in in this kind of profession people try to get like you know can be pretty much self absorbed right yeah you know for me that that part's not that that's not what's important because I like people to be happy. Like mm-hmm. I, I genuinely like for people to be happy. I and never, they can tell, right? <laughs> no, people can tell when you genuinely want them to be happy when yeah. you're playing the game. Because I mean, I know for me, I, there's no reason why people shouldn't be happy, right? My my mom told me long. She was like, "You walk around this pseudo euphoric world, people are always happy." And I'm like, "Why? 
why can't people be happy? I never, un- I never understood that. Like, just why, why can't people be happy? I mean, I understand there are things that are going on in the world, other places that are some really horrible, tough things that are happening. No, real pain. You know, real pain that's going on. But right now, you know, I think I feel like people waste too much time trying not to be happy because of, you know, whatever silly silliness is going on out there. And it is wasting time. Yeah, it, it's a waste of time. By the way, your mama just dropped some knowledge on this pseudo euphoric world. That's I like she, that. That's what, I man, like she that. She told me that at a, at a young age, man, and that has stuck with me since then. <laughs> that's great. That's yeah, one yeah, of my mama top. Mama read a lot of books. Mama, yeah. oh, dang. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. Pseudo euphoric books. Yeah, gee, yeah. wow. <laughs> mama said, do this. There's uh, a, a lot of high-pitched yelling in my house. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I had a lot of high-pitched yelling. <laughs> oh no! Hey, they still folks. They yeah. still folks. You yeah. got raised right. Yeah. I love that because you know that does say that you're pseudo euphoric world. Like you know, how about real happiness? It's not yeah. about stuff. Yeah, right. It's right. about people. At the end of the day, you know, um, you know our you know our equity is in people. Mm-hmm. You know, invest in invest in people, not things. That's that, that's one of the most beautiful things about fitness is because it is it's self it's self investment. Yes. Is you're investing in yourself. That's why. That's why. Like you know, what I'm saying like you know, working out. Working out feels good. And some people don't like certain certain you know certain uh, bodies, body types of, of, of body body uh, focus that day. That they might not want to do lower body. They might not want to yeah. do curls. You know, <laughs> they, yeah. whatever it is, they don't want to do it. But at the end of the day. It's all a self investment. You you're doing it for a reason, right? So no, exactly. It's like building a house. You gotta have the foundation. You gotta yeah. have some legs. You gotta do your calves. Yeah. You want a big chest. You gotta do your legs. Yeah. But your butt is right by getting up and doing it every day. Yeah. Now, how about now? When it comes to the motivation, like um, who do you look to? Is there anybody that you have in your life? Is there a person? Like I mean, obviously your mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, family. Yeah. But is that is that one of the other angers? Is it family? Because I mean, when you do need someone, a friend group. Because now again. You're almost a solo operative out here. People look to you all the time yeah, yeah. For, for leadership. And so occasionally we all need something. You mm-hmm. know, even, uh, you know, I go to other trainers sometimes. I have a life coach. Shoot. I even have a therapist. Yeah. We all have people that we have that we go to for help. And then I'm also in, in my practice helping people. But I think there's never, you can never know too much. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody specifically or an organization or a thing or a God that you look to? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, hashtag Jesus is my homeboy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I grew up in a church, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 being able to grow up in church, you're able to see sanctified. You know, you know, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Uh, able to see the difference between you know uh, religion, spirituality, and what drives people to do good. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- through those things, there's there's got to be a complete mixture, and it's it's funny that it's in three like that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, but you know, through those things, it's a good mixture that that can keep you motivated because even even no matter who the speaker is or where the speaker where the speaker's coming from no matter what religion the first person that the message cuts is the speaker so if somebody asks me for help and I'm able to give them some advice the first person that the message cuts is me first because yeah. I'm the one that's saying it yeah you know what I'm saying so yeah. so in, in in every instance I'm helping somebody else I'm, I'm in the same time helping myself and you know so you know it's, 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 it's a give give instantly kind of like that if you look at it the right way I agree. I think when you go to help people or even when you're in a business or when you truly dedicate yourself to a life of service, yeah. you know, whether that's on a small scale or a large scale, it's always who rescued who. Yeah. You know, you go to help somebody, but the rewards you get from, from helping them is is usually twofold. Yeah. I mean, first of all, the personal feeling that you feel. Mm-hmm. And second of all, the equity that brings in other people. That person's never going to forget that, what they do, what, what, how they carry on and do that. And it all it comes back to you. I mean, yeah. Karma, God, the universe, it always works. It's very, very simple equation. You help others, it comes back. Yeah. You know, and 
It's never in vain. No, Hope man. is never in vain. No, no, you got you got you got to help for the right reasons, man. And I mean, everybody needs help. Believe it or not, you know, people yeah. act like they they don't, but everybody needs help, man. Everybody needs help. Everybody, everybody needs does. help. So. But no, but no, is there is, is there any? But besides God, is there any organization like for instance? Um, I lean on, um, you know, in my personal life, I know that I, uh, when it comes to comedy, um, I have certain people in my life, comics that um, I lean on big time mm-hmm. to help me with direction. I mean, yeah. uh, whether it be ones who died like Richard Pryor like I know he's going through a lot of stuff right now but uh, I needed Bill Cosby yeah I needed Bill Cosby when I was a, a kid growing up in the valley a single parent going in the valley I needed him to be my pseudo dad uh, oh okay. I can't yeah, I needed yeah. that yeah. because without that I don't I mean I know you know unfortunately sometimes our heroes are monsters mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, what he did was awful and, yeah. and it's terrible but I know the good part is I needed Dr. Huxtable. Yeah, yeah. To prove to me that this isn't just my future. Mm. That, like, I, I can escape these circumstances and that, oh, I could be a doctor, I could be a lawyer. And, like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I didn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. But, like, oh, I can have a family and then things will go well and that every day isn't about struggle. Yeah. And that there's something. And so I needed that. And then I know that um, I needed G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I had a there was a character named Stalker. It was the first black GI Joe. Two black GI Joe, Stalker mm. and Doc. There you go. Doc was the medic. Yeah, of course. And Stalker, even though it's a weird name, Stalker was the Army Ranger. And so I'm like, hey, I need him. And I, I made an archetype of a father. Right. That I that it's till to this day I got a picture of this mythical person. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's a superhero in a suit, but right. to me, he was always, you know, now I've made a good connection with my father since then, and yeah. we related. We raised adults, and he's great to my son. Yeah. But is there anything like that? And you're like, yeah, did you well, have to put together something? Well, yeah, like, uh, I mean, well, in terms of professional, like, I, yeah. I have I have my, like, my dad's there, right? But yeah. but me and my dad are, are, are not as close as I, as I would like us to be, you know? But my granddad, uh, me and my granddad are much close. I got to live, you know, with my granddad when I was in, in college. Yeah. With my granddad and my, and my, and my Johnny May. So that was always, that was that was a great experience. So me and my granddad super close like that. But in terms of, like, people professionally that mm-hmm. I looked up to, that I feel like, hey, they, they would, they are, like, guiding me without them knowing it. Would have been the first one I never forget because you know we had this uh, project in school where you had to name your hero and my <laughs> hero and at that time was Jim Carrey and my mom was like what <laughs> you know so like Jim Carrey you know and she had to break down what a hero meant but what I was saying was that it was just somebody I could look up to who was who was funny you know some somebody who who kind of reminded me of myself since then when I realized what I was gonna do in the future there was uh, of course Will Smith, Jamie Fox and then Idris Elba. Oh man, Luther! Oh man, quick sidebar. If people don't even understand, best show that you ain't watching. They, Go BBC oh. uh, Luther. Like it's so good, they refuse to finish it. Have you seen season four? Yeah, all four episodes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. like cliffhanger. Like he's busy like saving the universe and other movies. That is it. Like, you, you know, know can, you, can you stop helping out Thor with the bridge? And yeah. Please come back to be a detective in, in East End London, so I know what the heck's going on. Luther, the character's brilliant. Detective Di John Luther. Yeah. I mean, Luth is just, I mean, it's just one of the best shows, man. I'm glad to get, because I heard he got the Golden Globe for, I think, second season or third season, something like oh, that. Oh, dude, he should, he should be, ah. Yeah, man, it was, man, it's a great show. I try, I tell people not to sleep on, sleep on Luther. Like, you know, I was talking to um, uh, Thomas Brown, Thomas, he was like, he was like, you know, that guy's classically trained, you know, Tom. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. Tom you know, I was like, of course, Tom, you know. Oh, yeah. I was like, have you seen Luther? He said, no. I said, Thomas, what? What are you waiting on? I, I think, know. Well, how'd you get his because of, of the one Tyler Perry movie? Oh and, god! And uh, Thor. No, oh man, he's done some excellent, excellent yeah, stuff. And then uh, he's got some other stuff coming up that would be good. But okay, those are good archetypes. Like yeah. okay, I so saying like you know, 
because yeah. like like you know you you know y'all y'all are I'm trying to get that in that comedic path, right? Mm -hmm. Like you know, stand-up comedy is 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 a great thing to watch. It's 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 an amazing thing to do. It's a very uh, tight niche of people that can do it, right? I mean, like the the thing that I that I've noticed lately is that people don't get awards for comedy in these when they're giving out these movie awards, and I don't know why because without laughter, the world will be lost. You know what I'm saying? So Listen, as a stand-up comic, it's one of the things that always gets on our nerves. Um, you know, you see, like you mentioned Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, I put him in the same group as Robin Williams. Yeah. Uh, Steve Carell is doing it now. Yeah. It's funny. People devalue humor because they think, everybody thinks they're funny. Yeah. Okay. Everybody thinks they're funny you know, on some level, and so they devalue humor. So for some reason, they think if you pretend to be uh, uh, an epileptic man with with one leg that's going through that's going through chemo treatment, that they use a Academy Award for that. Mm -hmm. But pain is actually easier to play. Yeah. It's it's humor because when you're you, you can play pain, mm -hmm. you know you know. But when humor, when you don't want to be funny. Yeah. Okay, uh, but Mary, call, you know, I I got to be funny next Tuesday at eight o'clock, no right. matter what's going on with my day, no yeah. matter what happened to my kid, no matter what happened, to, and that is harder. And I don't think it's devalued because of like, again, everybody yeah. thinks they're funny, and then I think it just when it comes to the Academy Awards and everything, like to me, the one of the biggest robberies was um, Robert Downey Jr. got nominated in Tropic Thunder for the character that he played. Oh man, oh my God, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Slate that role, he, and he didn't win for that. And to me, that was one of those. Okay, they they, they just don't care. Yeah, because that was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant man. But because he did yuck yucks in it. Yeah, yeah. I course. mean, playing pl playing a white dude, playing a black dude. I mean, come on, it I was mean, it was great. You know, I, I mean, the right, the just just that character written is is hilarious, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, he nailed it. I heard, I, I don't know, but I heard on set <laughs> that that they actually had beef that him that he I don't, what's the Brandon uh, T Jackson. Yeah, him and Brandon T uh, Jackson because he actually did that. You know, when the cameras were off, he would still talk like that. Those people. Yeah, yeah. He was like, huh, what you mean? What you mean? Where are you people? <laughs> you know, that's I it. Love, look, said, man, 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 you look good, man. <laughs> man, like, man, you look like Rambo. Not, not Rambo 1, but Rambo 2. You know, when he came back, he was all cut up. Man, you more shredded than a Julian salad. <laughs> 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 we don't know, but that's one of my top three movies. It's up there with 48 Hours of Me. Yeah. I watch it all the time, oh, man. man. I, got, I got a hard drive. But no, see, but... I think those are good heroes to have. Like when you pick Jim Carrey, I know your mom said, "What man who makes funny faces?" That's right. how she's seeing it, and you can't blame her. It's right. just a, a casual watcher. But you, as someone who was like, "Nah, there's a lot more here." Yeah. And you see how he's touching people's lives. It's a big. And Teen Jim Carrey is a good good example. He's done several serious movies. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I thought the Truman Show was very good. I, yeah, I enjoyed the Truman. Sometimes I feel like I'm in the Truman Show. I think I mean, sometimes you are in the truth. The, the amount of things that happen, you know, that you try to tell the stories later, you're like, there's no way that there's in a camera. Around Man, this could be a reality show following you behind the scenes <laughs> of, of commanding four to 5,000 people at a time. Man, I, hope, I hope so, man. I, you know, I hope so because it's, it's too many great things and too many just things that, that it's, it's difficult to explain to somebody. It was like, look, how did you not see that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, man. And then the other thing, why I love, I, I, I watch. Will Smith so much because Will Smith is a funny, just a funny person, right? Yeah, Jamie, funny, funny, funny guy, like just funny, likable, good personality, right. and then also, you know, I mean, brothers like me and yourself. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you know, we're talking to the real world here. You know, Will Smith gets a, gets a lot of a flack sometimes for not being black enough. Yeah, you know, and they say stuff like that. And I've always said, and I, you know, growing up in the San Fernando Valley, you know, I faced that my whole life. Where it's like, and I'm like, uh, I get pulled over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when they, when they come to round us all up, they're gonna take me too. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I but 
you know, and I hate that they, you know, but Will Smith is one of those people, especially modern day, that like, you know, you don't have to be one way, right? You know, and and be and and you are you represent your race, represent your culture, represent yeah. your people without having to be one way in that yeah. one way, and hopefully not the in an ignorant way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. hey, listen, nothing against rappers, can't right. stand gangster rap though. Yeah. Hate y'all, hate all of y'all. <laughs> That's just me. Not everybody does. I hate all of y'all. You 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 do not contribute to the good parts of my society. Right. right. I know some of y'all do an artist, but come on, like uh, stop it. Yeah. That's just me. Though. That's just me. You can come. You can come shoot me when you, you can come try to find me, but. But I, but again, I go into Bill Cosby, Will Smith. But you're talking about people that shine a light. Yeah, you yeah. know, and 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 also live a good pattern too. I mean, he's been married to Jada for gosh knows how long. Yeah. I know there's all those stupid rumors and stuff, but guess what? Up, they're making family, they're raising their babies. Right. You know, and those are the kind of you know you know people you need to follow. So that, so that, that that kind of, those so those people. You look on those people, family. Yeah. You know, people around you, mm-hmm. friends. You got some. You got some good core group too that you kind of lead out to. Yeah, man. You know, to be I, tough out here. I mean, I got I got good core group. The, the best thing about real friends, and this is what people forget, is that real friends are there regardless. Yes. Like you know, you the moment if you if you don't get to see a friend that day, you still pick up like you just saw him the other day. Just like. And so and so it's it's difficult for people to understand because I'm I'm out at sea for so long. You know, uh, you know, and they're like, "Oh, but dude, what, what about your friends?" I'm like, "My friends are still gonna be there if they're yeah. my real friends." Mm-hmm. You know, because I haven't left. I'm only a phone call away or, or a Facebook pop, you know, away or yeah. a tag. You know what I'm saying? You know, modern modern times is you're never really yeah. that far. Everybody can kind of type now, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, just send me a message. What's going on? So, so you know, whenever I I get back home or whenever whenever me and my friends do get back together, where we can just hang out and just relax. But the other thing too is when I get back home, they're all working. <laughs> so, yeah, no, they got yeah, normal, yeah. you know, job. They're like, but well, damn, we ain't off all day, man. Right? Yeah, you know, like, you know, we don't have the next seven weeks off like some people do to run around. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, let's go get some tapas later. Right. So, <laughs> so, um, so spirituality, uh-huh. um, family, friends, yeah. and then like I was talking about, you, you know, stars, yeah. the celebrities, people that we don't know that can inspire us. Yeah. And now, let's bring this to the end point. Uh-huh. You're going to be one of those people. I, well, I'm working on it. Man. You're going to be one of those. I'm people. I'm working on it, man. As long as the people want that, then I, I mean, because because most importantly, man, like like I want that. Those are the things that I want to do, right? I, I like to perform. I like to entertain. I like to host. I like making people smile. Those are things I like to do. And you know, I, I watch um, I watch Nick Cannon, and I'm, I'm like, man, I need to ho- I need to be hosting this show. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, Nick Cannon's done done some great things, like especially sketch comedy. Like, I would love to have Wild and Out. You know, but come on, you know what I'm saying? Wild and Out is Just great. great, great strides, great strides. But still, I want to, I want to be a, I now, and it, I, I don't think I've ever told anybody this, but I sent uh, to Nick Cannon's website. Um, <laughs> this is I've never told. Don't you. say it out. <laughs> so when I was, this had to be at least about four, maybe four years ago. Mm-hmm. I sent to Nick Cannon's website. He was hosting America's Got Talent, right? And I said, I said, you know, you have all this. You guys have competitions about hosting. I mean, about who can who can possibly have another job. I said, but you. I was like, well, what if I wanted to to go up against you to be a host? <laughs> never got a reply never got a reply though of course <laughs> Na- naturally you know he's right look Cajona. you know what I'm saying but but the thing is I sent I sent that message you know with, with the with like oh oh yeah like 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 Nick Hannon's gonna reply to me you know so it was it was a funny thing but if if, if it ever come down to, to actually he actually read it and saw it it would be funny to see him in the future and for me to look at him and say yeah I, I remember when I sent that message uh, to listen, you. I'm a big believer to be a giant you must challenge giants that's it man that's you it know, welcome on welcome 
among those you want to be with. That's it. I'm always in, in competition with those that aren't in my class. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. It's always about, about raising up. And a quick sidebar, Nick Cannon, man, when I was a baby comic yeah. in L.A. in the improv, getting the occasional open mics, um, but a sycophant. I'm at the improv like every day. Yeah. Every day that I can be in the back watching. They're like, Don, you can't go up tonight. I know. Yeah, <laughs> they'd, I know they'd bring Nick Cannon in. At yeah. sixteen, his mom will come drop him off. Yeah, right. This dude's like sixteen because I mean he's a good ten years younger. Yeah, and they bring him in. And I'm like, who's this kid? Yeah, getting stage time. I'm here every day. And then he, and then he went up and he had. I mean he was sixteen, so he's yeah. doing you know teenage jokes and there's some stuff on um, you know about Elvis and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I'm like, oh. Okay, he's funnier than me. I'll take it. He's I'll 10 years it. younger. Com- yeah. I guess comedy ain't a really bad age. And I saw it then, but everybody else did too. There's a reason he was the only 16. You know, his mama dropped him off. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a reason not. So he, and he's one of those people I'm proud of uh, about that. I mean, we, we, we ain't boys. And I'm like, hey, yeah. Don, you're like, oh, hey. hey yeah. <laughs> right, right. Don, I don't really know you. <laughs> right. I know. I was, in, I, I was around the improv. Bad, but, you know, uh, but, but that's what it is. That's what it is. It's like, it's, it's like working hard and like putting in the time and the reps. Yeah, yeah. So we can. So this is a good segue. The reps. So it's all about as far that as rep. Performing. Let's get, let's keep it real. Like I talked about the last podcast. You're going to do comedy. You're going to do some sets. Yeah. There's a lot of comics. It's me. People like my boys Lester Bibbs. I'm sure Thomas Brown talked to you about this. Like every happy call. Every comic you meet, not just the yeah. brothers. Too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But we we have a special place in your heart. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is about family. Like, yeah. We want to see. You. We're we're so proud of you. Man, it's, it's stupid proud. Like we talk about you around, we're like we're like he's our son. No, he's great. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's very. We're so proud of you. But you're going to be doing some comedy. But as part of one of the tools in your toolbox, mm-hmm. like you know. And but now, where do you where do you see it going to, man? I know it's it's it's, you know. I see. I see multi-platform. Yeah, man. I, I mean, see multi-platform. I, I want to be able to reach out and, and touch. I, I, I mean, I want to have, I want to have talk show. You know, I want to have radio, a radio show. I remember I was listening to one of James Fox's interviews, and uh, he, I think he said, because uh, apparently Red Fox, Red Fox had a had a radio show. Yeah. But somebody, I think, I think, it, I think somebody told um, Jamie that he said, so if you have a radio show, you always have a voice to the yes. to the people. And so, and so that was something because me, I was out, you know. I, been growing up watching on TV, I always wanted to go television. That was it. So I want to have a talk show. Yeah. But then, but then again, like when I'm working out, uh, when I'm in the gym, when I'm on the treadmill, it's certain things I want to listen to, right? You know, I like listening to maybe some documentary. Maybe I want to listen to some, some, you know, just just something I can hear. So a radio show, comedy fitness podcast, yeah, comedy fitness podcast. That's that's what this is something else I want to listen to, just to be motivation. Or because some people can only work out to, to heavy metal rock, oh, which, yeah. I, which I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? It's like so like I can only work out to these like you know hip hop. Like me, I used to work out to R and B jams. <laughs> like, oh yeah, because you know I'm Very trying to get, I'm trying to get my sexy on. So you know, I'm work, feel you I'm working out, feel. I'm working yeah. out the Maxwell. Got some Joe to see. Ooh yeah, I'm curling. Working out the Maxwell. Ooh yeah, you know. Love sweet. He's doing plyometric. Listen to the Prince. Uh, well, you know, you got to jump high. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Prince is taking you high, right? There. No, so, yeah, so yeah, you, you, you know. Go. But I mean, but it, it all depends on, on those kind of things. So getting your voice out there. That's why I think podcasting is great. I encourage a lot of people that i know to get on there have a direction yeah yeah you know but i mean i, I think that's i think it's important and there's these days there's literally no excuse to get your voice out there no man and no. so like people can't let like and we're talking to y'all out there you know comedy fitness podcast this is don graham here with dr reverend reverend dr e that's me. What, what, you know it's it's, it is about like what you want, and it's about that motivation to get what you want, and like yeah. I, that's what I'm trying to do with Comedy Fitness Podcast. And I see, I know, 
That's what you're doing. By getting your, and there's no excuses to all y'all out there. There's no excuses. Zero right excuses. now, if you're on the couch, there's no excuses if you're not healthy. We talked about it earlier. You lost over a hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, I lost over. Yeah. I lost over sixty pounds. People think those are Herculean tasks. They're doable, and we're here living our lives and accomplishing other things because we did that. And like you, right now, you can accomplish these things. All right. I mean, you, it took you nine months. Yeah. To, from 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 being hired to getting a leadership position in an organization that usually takes people three to four years to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's that kind of thing. And you and you at home can do this. If you're in your car listening, if you're at the gym, in fact, Comedy Fitness Podcast, you're supposed to be working out right you now. You should be sweating. You should, you be, should sweating. be sweating right now while you're listening through to something. us. You either sweat right through something. <laughs> you should be doing the curls that we were just talking about. You should be doing some pull-ups. Get pull the squats up. in. Even if you can't do a pull-up, get up there and just hang. Right, right. Don't just hang. Well, what, yeah, just hang right there. You know, just hang. Look at the guy in the sweat in the sweat rag suit. You know, exactly. And which which brings me to we talk about motivation. We talk about getting to the gym. Let's talk a little bit about your routine. Okay. You know, because I mean, um, your routine is 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 pretty amazing. Like, uh, I you work out how many days a week now? I try to I try to go seven seven days a week. That is seven days a week. Seven now you're at the age week. where I still tell people that's fine. I got yeah. some friends in their forties going. I had that seven days a week. I'm like, uh, you need two days to rest. Yeah. Well, but the, you let's talk. I, I want I, I go I go seven days a week. Sometimes I may have to take a day off, depending on if something happens out here, and mm -hmm. you know we have to switch my schedule around. Life happens. Yeah, you know. So, but but if I don't go to the gym, because if I'm not going twice a day, and the other thing too, that that aggravates me. Uh, is that I forget that the people I want I, I want to work out towards, they work out for a living. You yeah, know, you know what I'm saying. So, the Rock is in the gym right now. He, you know, that's the, he Edges gets Elba, paid for yeah. every pectoral yes. muscle that he gets. Mm -hmm. Terry Crews gets paid for every pectoral pop. Your you body's know? your billboard. You know what I mean? So, 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 so I'm working out. I'm I, when I go to the gym, I'm like man, I need to, I need to look ripped, man. I need to look movie star ripped. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they get paid for those pounds. Like, like, like they said, Will Smith got paid for every extra pound he put on for Ali, right? Yeah, he looked great in Ali. You know what I'm saying? So, Independence so, Day. Oh, you know, uh, I am legend. Right. You know? Right. So so you know so in in my mind I'm like man I'm not I'm not working out enough I, I got to get there I need to get to the gym today like right now I need to be in the gym and so if I'm not going twice a day then I feel like for that day I feel kind of kind of like oh I feel like like I so like I need are you to doing two days a lot not 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 a lot it's the days that I can so if, if it's the early port if it's late port if I got time to go back in the afternoon and in the morning then I go I, to, for me to work out in the morning I really seriously need a gym partner to go in the morning man gym partner yeah. What just just somebody call him like, hey man, we going up at seven thirty, and I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, I'll go. If it's just me and I set my alarm clock, I'm like, mm, I just go this afternoon. You know what I mean? No, I feel you. You know, no, I feel you. But let's work out tomorrow morning. Yeah, I, I'm down. Okay, call me if you call I will, me. I will. I, I get off tomorrow morning. I need to get. I always get a workout yeah. on a travel day. So. It sets my mind right, and it's, I yeah. think, you know, comedy this podcast. I'm telling you guys. Most of this is about above the neck. Yeah. You yeah. get below the neck results, but right. it's about above the neck. And right. I know it's a travel day. I'll be running around. I will not have control over most of my life in a travel day. I yeah. do not fly the plane. I did not set the schedule. Delta can do anything they want to me. And right. they do quite on a regular basis. <laughs> All right. So I know what I do have control over is what I put in my body yeah. and what I do with my body. Right. right. You know, and so like as long as I get that anchor in the day, I'm like, okay, the world can bring it on because I got what I needed out. Yeah. Okay. So two days you mix in cardio and weights. Or you do boom boom. Yeah, I do. Um, I do sprints because uh, because.
because me, you know, I'm fighting this fat monster, so I have to do sprints. Run for weight loss. You know, you know what I'm saying. So I used to, I was jogging for a minute, but I feel like the the jogging. It, it wasn't really giving me the extra stamina that I thought it would. I'm not trying to go cross country. I'm just trying to burn those calories. You know, so, so I, what I do is I do 10 at 10. I'll do uh, uh, 10, sprint, 10 sprints at at least 10 or above. So I start at 10 and I do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, 30 seconds on. So I do the, the 10 minutes. By the time I get halfway through, I may pump it up to 11, 12, and then, you know, it's still 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Then I'll continue. Then I, then I may, that may be the beginning of my workout or the end of my workout. But uh, I try to get the sprints in at least. Every other, every other, um, of course, um, workout that every, every other workout that I do. So I'm big on the sprints, and I always tell people, and I was joking, this from a movie too. Are you a cheetah or a gazelle? <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell people, watch the Olympics. You know, watch, look at sprinters. Yeah. Look at, look at Usain Bolt. Bolt. Yeah. Oh boy, who just who just kicking butt. Oh right now. man, the and me, smiling. The Usain smiling, Bolt killing people, memes smiling. Are, are slaying me right now. He's man. Full, full blown smile. Everybody else behind him is dying. This dude's figuring a way to get faster. He gets older without doping. I mean, I don't know how he's doing it on jerk chicken and ting. <laughs> jerk ting, <man. laughs> but he's it's, doing. It's he's the jerk ting. He's doing it, but it, I think the sprints are always the way to go. Because yeah. to me, it's always about you know pushing yourself. I like the Tabata yeah. training. You know, thirty seconds on. Yeah. You know, one exercise, you move to another one. I love interval training. I think that. People should mix it up as much as possible. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be directed, but as much as you can, change it up, mix it up if you're going for general health and weight loss. Yeah. You know, it's about changing and evolving, unless you're doing sports-specific stuff, or unless you are a marathoner, or unless yeah. you are, I was talking to, you know, I interviewed a rock climber the other day. Yeah. For the most part, we're training for the sport of life, which right. means anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Running, jumping, sitting, quicking, move, move, That's move. That's it. That's it. You know, you got to get out of the way, you know. Quickly, so seven days a week. What about your recovery, though? Are you getting eight hours of sleep? Are you getting a nap? No, bag? man. You know, I don't get no eight hours of sleep. I, I don't see how there's only twenty. <laughs> there's only twenty four hours in a day, and I think I see you sixteen. Oh of them. man, it's uh, it's 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 ridiculous. People, that's the number one question people ask. Like, when do you sleep? And I always say, who needs sleep when you got Jesus? You know, I laugh it off. But but but, but I nap. You know, it's it's all about the naps for me too. You know, they yes. post like, what time is it? Nap time, and then it, I'm I'm done. Like it takes me zero time to go to sleep. Like I'm I'm good. Like as soon get as I lay dog, down. put your head down. Yeah, yeah. You, you can know? shut it off. That's one thing that I invest in. Like I have, a, I got a mattress topper here uh, on board. So I, like I sent it out. You know, make sure it's here. Yeah. So when I lay down, that that's it. You know. But uh, but yeah, no, no. And I know that in fitness, you have to have enough rest time. You're supposed to have eight hours here. Got to recover. So, but I do take a nap. Then some in the afternoon, and straight after my nap, I go to the gym, or I nap and then gym. You know, depending on the day, uh, how I can get it. But um, but yeah, yeah. Or, or I mean, or I gym, then I'll nap. Do you write this down? Is it directed, or is it something that you kind of on the fly? Because you are, you are in in essence, you know, you're an improv artist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you were. We were working out on the fly. I know you plan. I know you prepare. Yeah, yeah. But you know, part of your superpower, you know, ADHD is yeah. a superpower. Yeah. Um, part of it is being able to do things on the fly. That's why, for instance, tonight you got the improv show with our man Seth Buckwall. Yeah, yeah, man. You know? Yeah, it's and, gonna be a lot of good fun. And that's one of those things. I mean, um, you know, but is, is it? Do you still put out an outline of the workout, or is it really in your head? I feel like doing X today. I so, feel like doing Y. You know you're going to make it in, but uh, you have a plan. To me, well, here we have a small gym, crew gym, yeah. you know, very tiny. 
Traps. You don't want to work upstairs because basically you couldn't get your work done unless traps be odors. Well, you know, Let's be I, I go up. Yeah, I mean, I go upstairs sometimes, and it depends on how busy the gym is. You know, people. I don't mind talking to people. That's fine. I, I like I like going in, and then if there's somebody that's working out, and I'm like, yeah, I work out with you because they may have a different yeah. different way. So I I'll always train. So so that's cool to me. But if I go down like like let's say okay today I'm going to do curls and I get there and the curl bar is busy, I'm not one of those dudes who's just gonna look at you and wait for the curl bar to be empty. I'm just gonna move on to the, I'll go do back I'll exactly. Do back. So you know that those kind of things. So yeah, I try to set up the day. Don't waste time in the gym. Right. So if not, and then the other thing with ADHD, like I, I superset. I feel like superset. A lot, a lot of people don't superset. They're like nah, Love man, you don't need to superset. I need to, I need to do something else because I feel like I'm like I'm wasting that time, especially if I'm working out by myself. Because normally with that with that other set, somebody would be on the machine anyway, right? Yeah. So so I, I'm like, well, man, I'm just gonna go and do you know another another. Body range. I may do some push-ups. I may do some sprints. You know, I may do sprints and push-ups. I may do some uh, pull-ups. You know, trying trying to get it right, get it tight. So, do you read any publications? Do you look online, or you know, your own athletic background? Every and now also again. looking. Man, you know, with uh, Instagram, Facebook, you can follow. Yeah. everybody and they always get it's always got some kind of tips that's that's there so if i see something i have a lot of seen information before, out there yeah so if i see something or if i hear something i haven't haven't heard before or see something i hadn't seen before then yeah i check it out look at it like okay yeah maybe i can incorporate this in a workout you know something like that so and that's what i tell people it's about changing and evolving and adapting like you know you know uh, look at the comedy fitness website go to other websites yeah. you know um you know i i i'm a big i, I like men's health yeah, I yeah. think men's health gives out good advice, steady. Yeah. I like the publication. I read it. I read it all the time. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple of trainers I follow on YouTube. Yeah, you know, I'm about to. We're about to launch the Comedy Fitness YouTube channel. You know, I, I like the trainers on YouTube and, and and Instagram. I don't like the trainers that just be posting pictures of themselves. You know, you know what I'm saying? Just oh well, there's some narcissism involved in training. In fact, I've you know, they just, I've they, I have a couple more than philosophies on that where well, 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 they just flexing you know what I'm saying it's like okay I mean I'm good but like but but again but again though you know like you said the body's the billboard body's your billboard so, but I've also seen Michael Jordan can't teach people how to jump right and I've always said the same thing like don't go wrong your trainer cannot be out of shape by any this means this is true by any <laughs> means your trainer cannot be out of shape fat trainers no, fat trainers eating donuts <laughs> that being said I found the buffest trainers aren't always the best because they're 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 to in their own head. Right. If you're focusing that much on you, you got to be in good shape. You do. But if you're focusing that much on you, then you cannot be giving always 110% to your clients. Like, don't get right. me wrong. I think once you become a celebrity trainer, I think you have more time and stuff. But I know a lot of trainers that are grinding it in day in, day in, out in the gym, helping out their clients. You know, they're, they're putting in work. It's a job. They're doing eight to 10 hours of training a day. And then they're trying to get their own work out. And they're in good shape. But I mean, from yeah, so I, I, I've, I, I have outtrained. I mean, a lot of my clients have outlooked to me. Yeah, they might not outtrain me, but I've been, I've, I've trained some people that I'm like, man, you look fantastic. Yeah. We're, we're in the gym, and and they were like. Oh, hey, Don, did you get a new trainer? Shut up. You know this is my client. <laughs> you know my client. Right. I did all that. I yeah. did all that. Yeah. I, I I had a Twinkie. Yeah. Leave me alone. You know I'm still dealing with the inner fat kid. <laughs> I always say I am never going to stop. Real, the struggle is real. The struggle is, the struggle real. is real. Um, you know, the, the truth is launching this podcast in July, yeah. I went through a binge eating phase. Right. And I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing, but I was stress eating. Yeah. 
I was like, I'm worried about this podcast. We gotta do this, you know. And then all, and it was healthy food. Yeah. Like, but I noticed that I was eating a lot of hummus. Yeah. <laughs> a little too much hummus. Almost. I was eating a little too much hummus. Almost. I was getting, you know, I was, I was, I was going a little. Hey, is that cheese? Yeah. Nothing wrong with cheese, but I was like, nah, I, was, mm, I was eating a lot, putting on everything. Yeah. And now I know that now I'm just getting back to the point. Okay, the, the podcast is out. Things are going good, and even me. I had to get on back on track. I had to go to a couple of my guys and go, all right, let's do this. You yeah. Know, and, and out here, man, like just, you know, controlling, you know, the vices. Like, yeah, do you really need that beer? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think I need that beer. Jägermeister is not my friend tonight. Yeah, you man. You know, he's coming with calories and bad decisions. Well, yeah. Well, see, that's that's why I sprint regardless, man. Like, my, my weakness is cookies and women. And cookies? <laughs> Cookies and women in that order, man. I love me some cookies, but see, like, I like when I was on. I used to always eat the chocolate, like the chocolate chip cookies here on the ship are like amazing. They're very good. But my mama bakes. I have my own special recipe for for my cookies, and they they got they got a couple of things, and uh, and you know, and it, so it, they're really good. They like I tell you, the, the base of it is like a chocolate chip cookie with oatmeal and cranberries in it. So like oh. that's just the base, and there's more. There's more to it. I don't want to give too much away. No, I like oatmeal chocolate chip. Yeah, Something about so. oatmeal chocolate chip. chip and yeah. I can see a little yeah. cranberry yeah. and a little tart. Yeah. Okay. You know, I want. I want. I, I want. Doctor E. Cookie. I, I can't. Well, you know, my mom. Doctor E. Cookie. My mom wants to market them now because now she's she's like. Oh. My mom's a big bake. She bakes cakes all the time, right? Mm -hmm. But she wants to market my cookies. She was like, I made these cookies. I think we should call them Patty's cookies. You know, something like that. Whatever. So so yeah, now man. so I don't want to say too much, but they they are some of the best cookies ever. And so because I don't get to see my mom that often, I'm glad because she doesn't. She, that way, I'm not eating these cookies all the time. But so now I've I've, I've reduced my cookie take to only when I can get those cookies man and, and so so that's pretty good especially coming from from my from my past you know yeah. coming, yeah. coming, coming from, from big boy past <laughs> where know? I'm sure you put new a, a dozen Ooh. a dozen a Ooh. dozen of patty cookies Ooh, them cookies with boy. a quarter milk you know, you know? <laughs> and that's just the start. Yeah, right? you know, that's you it. Know? I remember there was a time where I used to order fifty piece wing, French fries, celery on the side. Fifty piece wing. Fifty piece wing, bro, and I would leave uh six wings and then eat those later that night. Like I was doing something. Like I'd be like, oh, I'll be, let me stop. I'm going to come back. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say these for tomorrow. Man, after uh, after uh, 11.30 watching TBS Superstation, I'm like, man, let me go grab them six wings I left earlier from that 50 piece, man. Go ahead. Well, I mean, after you put away 44, <laughs> six is a drop in the bucket. You know, so you do feel like you're doing something. Yeah, it's like, you know, you man. Know? And do 44 wings, dude. Like, first of all, just the amount of chicken bones <laughs> that is next to you. And do you, do you, do you clean a wing? But do you clean a wing? At the time, I, you know, I don't eat, I don't eat, I don't eat chicken anymore. But then, oh, oh yeah, then, back then, in the day. then back in the day, you know, my mom was like, "You better clean that wing, boy. Give me that bone." You oh know yeah, what I'm you, know, well, you know, you know, parents don't be doing that no more. They're like, "Give me that bone, give me that bone." My mom, my mom was sucking marrow. <laughs> At the bone, gristle and everything. She'd eat parts of the chicken. I'm like, that's not even a part of the chicken. That's that's, that's crazy. So bad, forty. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, like you know. So so that is so much ranch, man. Yeah, so much ranch, so much blue cheese. So much blue cheese. God, man. It, it was this is other wing place in Atlanta that had some best sauce. Like I'm a, I'm a big sauce guy. That's one of the yeah. other things that led me to eating healthy. But when I realized that I was only eating seasoning, like I'm not gonna go and eat raw beef. It's only seasoning, right? People mm -hmm. are like you're not gonna just gonna eat a chicken pad, chicken breast with no seasoning on it. Man, you're not gonna eat tuna without any pepper or something on it. So when, once I realized that I, what I was really tasting was the seasoning, then I realized that I could become my own chef and and just make and take those seasonings right there and put them where I wanted. So like they had this honey garlic pepper wing over at ATL Atlanta's Best Wings. That it's, sounds good. It's one of the wing shops connected huh. to a to a gas station, Chevron. If you, they, 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 sometimes that can be the best stuff. Man, like, it's, it's slightly dirty. It's petrol. Bro, 
<laughs> so I'm talking about it's real good. One of the guys that that helps that, that's uh, he's the son of the owner. Looks like Bolo Young, man. So oh, big swole, look like Bolo Young. Like like, hey, if you ain't paying for this food, I'm about to just come snatch your heart out. You know what I'm saying? So, but talk like he was like he grew up on off Candler Road. Like you know, I was like, oh, he, he taking oh yeah, so he taking orders. Like, hey, what's up, bro? I'm like, help. Bolo, what you doing talking? <laughs> Charlie, what your name is? Bolo, Bolo, what you, you sound like? You sound like ludicrous, dog. Come on, you know. So uh, they can make some wigs, man. Yeah, on, yeah. Let's be yeah. Honest, man. Anyway, but yeah, you know, but yeah, those. So being able to to reduce my cooking intake to only those times when I can get home and get those cookies yes. is an amazing feat. And you know, talking about it now, people are like, yeah, that's that's not too bad, you know. But everybody has that one vice that if you can control that one, mm-hmm. then trust and believe you control the other ones, and so. It, I didn't. Ha- it didn't happen overnight. No, it you didn't. But uh, you know, uh, my three potatoes, pastas, and bread. Mm. I love them. Mm. Potatoes, pastas, and bread. Uh, those are the three that I, I pretty much eliminated pasta, except for special occasions. Yeah. Um, do potatoes? Yeah. Oh, I love them in almost every food. Oh man, Sw- now, sweet potato fries. Um, you know, sweet. You know, I, sweet potato. Of course, you know, beta carotene, yeah. a much better potato. I, I juice sweet potatoes. Yeah, I, I will eat the sweet potato. I do cut off most of my carbs after four. Mm-hmm. That's just my own philosophy. Potatoes, pasta, and bread after four. What am I going to do? That I'm going to burn them. Yeah, no. you know, it's a conscious decision. Food is fuel. Yeah, if I'm going to put it in, I got to get it out. And so those are my weaknesses. I understand. But so you're a cookie man. You're the cookie monster. Cookie monster, uh-huh. man. Me want cookie. So. Cookie monster. So, cookie monster. So hey man, I know you got uh, a lot going on. We've highlighted some of your stuff later. I mean, you got more Facebook. I mean, you can't. You basically you can't have any more Facebook friends. I'm glad I get in on the ground floor. <laughs> yeah, but well, I mean, I got the page though. You know, Reverend Doctor E at the Good Reverend Doctor E on Facebook, and then Instagram is Reverend underscore Doctor underscore E. That's Doctor with the Dr. So and more is coming, man. More is coming, man. Like you know, I mean. You- there's a podcast coming. Yeah, yeah. There's a, you, there's comedy coming. <laughs> Got to. There's shows coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, and my stomach's growling. Lunch is coming. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Lunch this is great. But when we're, we're, we're working out, that's mm. the, when's the workout coming? We're working out tomorrow morning. Okay. No, no. And tonight, actually, tonight I'm working out with uh, you know uh, comedian Seth Buckwall. Okay, okay. We're going over some uh, kickboxing. So oh, we're boxing oh, nice, out tonight. I'm going to take some pictures of that. Nice. So that'll be good because it's always about uh, it's always about getting yourself yeah. to get there. Yeah. Got to Got to get there, man. Talking with the Reverend Dr. E on the Comedy Fitness Podcast. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Man, the pleasure is always mine, man. We should do one of these. We should do this more often. Oh, man. Every time I'm on your ship, I'm going to be harassing you. You, Man, what was I doing this morning? I called you every five minutes. I called him every five minutes. And he's in the middle of negotiating with Italians about how, how to theoretically save people's lives in the event of emergency. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, you got a minute for my podcast? He's like, yeah, man. I'm, uh, I got the captain here and uh, the leader of the enterprise is calling his face. James I'm giving it all shit, Scott Captain. <laughs> Scotty. Scotty. So. No, but but man, dudes and dads, thank you so much. Coming for this podcast. Remember always laugh your ass off. That's thank it, you man. so much. Thanks, man. Thanks for laughing. Hey, appreciate you. Reverend Doctor. Peace, love and hair grease. <laughs> hey, thanks.